Welcome to Touched and Empowered, a show created to empower individuals to value their lives by hosting think tank discussions that will inspire positive action. Touched and Empowered with Katie and Ace starts now. Hello, everyone. Oh, it's so great to be back with Dr. Pamela Henkel. I oh, adore her. She's been such an incredible light to us. And, you know, I think you're in for a really good show today. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Dr. Pamela Henkel. Individuals with charisma, compassion, and ingenuity have the power to shift the world into greatness. Dr. Pamela Henkel embodies these traits and is an international best-selling author, multifaceted compare, speaker, elite coach, CEO, and founder of Purpose with Pamela and Pamela Henkel Ministries. Dr. Henkel's mission is to add value to as many lives as possible, reminding people they are here on purpose by design. She holds a doctorate in philosophy, Christian leadership, and business, and serves on the board of regents for Cornerstone University. As a dedicated servant to people, Dr. Henkel founded the prestigious Purpose Awards, The Pamela Show, and more. She extends her podcast, international radio, and social platforms globally to promote the voice of many. Dr. Henkel's expertise has led to her positions as elite head coach at the Million and You Academy and as an international speaker and minister. She's been nominated as one of the top 50 women of business and has received the Unsung Hero Award for helping people get the education they deserve. Dr. Henkel coaches authors and collaborative uh, and collaborates with DNP Publishing to help people achieve their publishing dreams. Dr. Henkel is in the docudrama Think and Grow Rich Moms Rising, inspiring and empowering women to reach their full potential. She calls Minnesota her home, cherishing time with her family and pets. She also encourages people to be the salt and the light wherever they go. Interesting. So I think that's such a wonderful segue into one of our top questions what do you mean by the salt and the light wherever you go oh i love that question well first of all thank you to both of you for having me here this is so exciting to me being a podcast host i don't have as many opportunities to be a guest and so i really appreciate this it's it's fun to be on the other side it's, 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 I'm really looking forward to this time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. I also want to thank you both for bringing in all the, your next best, you international best-selling authors to your platform. Woo, woo, woo. It has been such a treasure and a treat for them to be a part of your community. I'm so grateful for that. So I want to say thank you to you both right away for that. And I'd love to dive into your question, the salt and the light. Well, uh, typically, I mean, we hear that and we think of a scripture to be the salt and the light because Jesus said to be the salt and the light. But uh, to me, when we're talking about being the salt and the light, well, the salt is repre represents flavor. And so without salt, mm -hmm. there's no flavor really per se uh, on what you're eating or, you know, at all. So the salt represents the flavor of life and so as we go out and we are being the salt we're supposed to be being kind goodness love helpful 
connecting people, looking for the best in others, even when others, someone else isn't seeing it. We, we are looking for the best. We're not looking for the, we're looking past the disappointments and seeing the heart of a person when things are turning south, we're still looking for the due north. So to me, being the salt means we are adding flavor. You come into a situation that has challenges, you are going to come in to be an agent of change. Salt also is a preservative, yay! So it's a lifesaver, it's a preserver. So as us coming in to be the flavor of the month or maybe the flavor of the day, we also can be the preserver. We can be the one that brings the life change. We can, we can be that extension of God to somebody, to a group, to a family, to whoever it is. We can come in and be that. Another thing with salt is, you know, people will use it to soften meat. And uh, so it, it can be used to soften the hard places. I don't know how many times I have heard, not just about me, but from others as well that have said, you know, oh, you know what? I've not looked at it that way before. Um, I've had people share with me if I'm going through something difficult and they kind of shine a different, so to say, light on it. I'm like, oh, I didn't see it that way. So we can soften the hard times. We can bring flavor in the hard times. We can add a new flavor. We can be the flavor of the month and we can be a preserver. So that's salt to me. And if we continue on to light, well, all it takes in a dark room is a match. That's all it takes to bring light, right? So if we're bringing light, we're bringing love, we are bringing illumination, and we are bringing maybe a vantage point that somebody else may not see because that's what the light does. I can remember being in Guatemala a number of years ago and I was actually on a trip there where I was speaking at some different churches, but it was a pastor's gathering. So we were there to, to, to minister to pastors and to teach them and to encourage them. So they didn't get a whole lot of that in the area that they were in, right? But in the middle of the night, we were staying at this resort, which is not resort when it comes to what America's standards are, okay? But that's what it was called. There was a pool there with a water slide. The water was green and people were in it. Okay, so I'm just being clear. And we were told, hey, in the middle of the night, don't be surprised if you hear things on the ceiling in your room, those are the geckos. They come out at night. So totally different than what we live in, correct? And they also said, we have brownouts and blackouts. And, and so if the, and the power goes out at a certain time every night because we just turn it off and it will be very dark. So make sure you have, you know, flashlight or candles. When, when the lights would go out and midnight or whatever time it was, I literally could hold my hand up in front of my face and not see it. I mean, literally it was that dark. You could, well, I don't see my hand. You turn on one candle and it was amazing how after your eyes adjusted, you could see everything with a candle. And so we have the ability in the world to bring that light 
to help someone else see. I could turn on that light so the roommate that I was with didn't stumble in the dark, right? Our job is to bring the light, to help illuminate the path, to give love, encouragement, and direction. And I think if all of us took that statement to heart, be the salt and the light everywhere you go, I think this world would change for the better like, like that. So to me, although it certainly was something quoted by Jesus in the New Testament, to me, the meaning of it is very deep. Mm, wow, that's so profound. And I love that. I think when people understand the salt, the flavor, understanding that it's preservative and like, um, to be honest, you know, our ocean is salty. Salt has helped humanity in so many different ways. I think it's such a beautiful way to express who you are as a person who has flavor, who has been such a light to us as well, and has been able to bring in so much good. I mean, with so many interviews, um, you were able to help us get us started, get us moving. And it's just, uh, we're just so appreciative of you. And I know that I'm going to keep praising you throughout this podcast. So I'm going to pass this over to Katie, who actually does have a (laughs) Yeah, because I actually do, because... um your bio is obviously very impressive. You have done so many amazing things and have touched so many amazing lives. And in my mind, that puts you in a position of being a leader. Mm -hmm. And that is a title that I never figured I would have, but I've been told recently that I am a leader. So as an expert leader, (laughs) how do you inspire yourself so you can inspire others? Oh my gosh, what a great question. You ladies are bowling strikes here today. These are fabulous (laughs) questions. I love that. Leaders need to stay full. In order for a leader to lead, the leader needs to stay full, right? You know, a, a glass that's half empty is not full, right? And if you don't continue to fill up yourself, you end out you end up dry you end up running on fumes and and you're no you're no good for you I don't want to say you're no good strike it from the record you are not as you're not in the place that you could be so I think that understanding that leadership does not mean just go 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 it means first and foremost or in to yourself mm-hmm. and one of the number one ways that I have found what works for me is having a really detailed morning routine. And yes, I am a stickler about it so that I actually get it done, okay? (laughs) Because I know I am much better for the rest of my day if I get it in than I am if I don't get it in. So number one, that. I've always said also that leaders are readers and some people say, oh, but I don't want to read. Okay, I get it. I totally get it. If I wasn't reading things that were bettering me, if I wasn't reading, you know, the the latest like self-discovery book or a writing one, like Your Next Best You that we just did, those type of books are really easy for me to get excited and read. But if that wasn't what I was reading, it would be a challenge for me to get myself to crack the book open. So I understand when people say, oh, you know, I don't want to read, but I want to challenge that because reading even five minutes a day means that in a week, 
5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, you have spent a half an hour reading and tell me, is that going to change your life? It will. And if you still like, mm, no, I don't think so. There's this wonderful app and other avenue called Audible. And there is other Audible type of uh, things out there where you can listen. There's podcasts where they will read the book to you or bring the author on and have the author talk to you and, and teach you that way. You can go to YouTube and a lot of books, a lot of the classics that are inspiring, uplifting, self-discovery, self-help. You can find those right on YouTube and again, listen to them. So I really encourage leaders that I coach to be readers. And then obviously I said leaders that I coach, I think that every leader needs a coach slash mentor. Uh, there, there really are two different veins with coaching and or mentoring, but I'm putting a slash in there just for now, saying that having a coach or mentor is really paramount. And I didn't realize that until I started having, like on a regular basis, uh, mentors and coaches. I had them throughout my whole adult life. But when I was stepping out of one type of life into another, so I had been in a ministry circle for 25 plus years and had people that were mentoring me in that avenue. When I stepped out and went more into mainline and coaching here and business coaching and leadership coaching books um, and life coaching transformation coaching and then going out and still speaking i was like okay i need somebody that's been that's further down the road than me how do i continue to lead when i don't have someone to follow and that's really important for leaders you need someone to follow even if you're not following exactly in their steps They've been there, they know you, they get to really understand your personality and how you're wired. They can be just, they have call you on the carpet status. They can tell you what they need to say and that they can help you continue to grow. So I think that those things are really of high value. So having that structured morning routine, reading, making that part of your routine even in the morning, and having a mentor or coach are three things, Katie, that I really grab, gravitate towards. And I know that it has made me better. It's helped me navigate terrain that I've never been in. And leaders still have lives. <laughs> so we still have stuff happen. And we need someone that we can lean on to help us keep the vision and, and help us to manage difficult situations so that we can still do you know what we do for our clients those that we're pouring into in our lives you know we need to maintain as leaders leaders can take a couple days off you are there but you can't just normally say okay well life is happening so i'm going to be gone for six months you can't do that when you're a leader you need to be able to continue to take care of your people. And honestly, if we just said, I'm out of here for six months, you know, there goes the paycheck. So you, right. you also need to continue moving forward. So I hope that answered your question. It does. It provides a little bit of insight. And it's funny that you talk about reading because um, one of my mentors gave me a book called The 
manifesting manifesto I think oh, it's yeah, some, yeah. some kind of goof some title like that I could not get past the introduction <laughs> because I, I wasn't there yet my mindset wasn't there yet um so my mom sent me a book on how to be your own best friend and it's like here start here <laughs> Yay, mom. thanks mom, <laughs> Yay, mom. That's so um so so yeah I the reading part I understand I'd much rather read my vampire werewolf politic books and get away from reality but I do understand that reading this self care self-improvement type content not only helps me but it will allow me to then help others mm, absolutely absolutely that's so good and and not uh, holding yourself accountable in the in the way of this needs to be an hour I have to do all of this stuff like give yourself permission to have a life and to have schedule hiccups and all of that and if you get in a five-minute morning routine one day yay it's better than no minute and if you get 30 minutes in the next wonderful and of course our goal is to hit that you know diamond mind of whatever that is for you if it's an hour if it's an hour and a half if it's 30 minutes whatever it is but give yourself the wiggle room to be human and continue to move forward even if that means today's morning routine is five minutes of a podcast in my car on my way to work on my way to dropping my kids off on my way to the gym whatever it is just be real. And I think that also de-stresses, at least it does for me, that there's not this false image or perception that I'm trying to keep up. It's just consistency. You know, John Tallarico always teaches, and that was a Bob Proctor thing, right? So yay, Bob, yay, John, constant spaced repetition. So if we continue to be consistent, we are going to reap the rewards, no matter who we are. But especially now as leaders, we're talking because how we think affects what we believe. What we believe affects how we behave. How we behave dictates results. So if we don't like the results, we need to back up the train and it comes back to this. What are we thinking? And so as leaders, I think, I know for me, I have to watch what I'm thinking so that I am effective and not going into burnout or anything else. It's really important and, and to be that consistent because whether you think you're being consistent or not, you are. A lot of times we're being consistent beating ourselves up, aren't we? I'm not good enough. I can't believe it three days in a row. I haven't gotten my, my morning routine in. I'm failing. I didn't meet my goals. I didn't, da, da, da. I'm not as good as, as, as this person and I'm, 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 I'm and we're doing it, you see, and we're, it's, it's constant and it might be spaced. Maybe you think it and then you go do something else and you come back, but it's that repetition. And before you know it, it takes a truckload of people to pull us out of the, the, the hole we've dropped ourselves in. So we are being constant with our repetition, whether we want to admit it or not. It is an adjustment for all of us to start making sure that what we're being constant about is filling us with the right food, giving the right plant food on the right roots so that we bloom where we're planted. Thank you for letting me share that. That's a beautiful analogy too. 
because it it really is, you know, not only physically with what nutrition that we feed ourselves, but what we feed ourselves through our eyes, through our ears, mm -hmm. that really does support where it is that we want to go. And I've I've had I have a couple amazing mentors in my life right now who have been for uh, how do they describe it? Learning discernment. Mm. how they love everyone even if they do not love the deeds that somebody does that's mm. so good and I'm like that is a great definition I absolutely love it I'm stealing it and they're like you're not stealing it we're giving you permission to use it I'm like okay fine whatever the point <laughs> the point is is that that's not something that I had the capability of understanding the difference prior to all of the self-growth, all of the other training that I've been doing over the past two years, this was not something that was even on my radar back when I had my corporate job. Thank you, COVID, for getting me out of a corporate job. Right on. <laughs> so interesting, because I've been with Katie through the past two years. Mm -hmm. Actually, wow. yeah, when I first met her, and you know, we were talking about it earlier, but you know, Motivation Manifesto, that was one of the first personal development books that I read as well, which is great. And then I remember the second one that I had the same experience where I was like, I can't get past the first chapter. Well, is, is this Shakespeare? Why can't I understand? It's English, right? Like what? And it was, uh, the book actually was um, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. That was actually the book that I was like, what? And I was 19. So it's a it's totally a different framework when you read those words and they're not really sinking in yet. You're just yeah. like, okay, sure. And then a month later, I came back to the book and I was able to read it because my mindset already had the paradigm shift immediately. What I find interesting is that when you are given information that will elevate your life, you kind of can't go back. So it's yeah. I have one of my mentors asked me if there was any way that I could go back. And I'm like, no, the train has gone too far. I have jumped off the tracks too far. I'm not walking backwards anymore. I can only walk forwards because there really is no option because looking back, I was functional. I worked a nine to five job. I got up every morning. I did my daily routine. I was there for my husband. I was there for my son but I wasn't Katie. Mm. I was Katrina because I used my legal name when I worked at my corporate job. I was that persona. And when I lost my job, that part of me, quote unquote, died because I realized I wasn't happy. And that's when I started doing this healing of self-discovery and everything else like that, because one, I needed to fill my time. And two, I took a more active role in the Teen Suicide Prevention Society. And for me to be able to be a support for the nonprofit, I needed to take care of the own my own trash, the trash in my head, get over my own limiting beliefs. So then that way I could help other people do the same. And eventually my mom will hear this podcast and hear her say thank you, but I won't tell her any other time because it really does help me realize as to how stuck I was. And mm. when we have blinders on like that, we don't realize what the potentials are until those blinders are gone. We have to be aware first before we can actually see. I love that. You don't know what you don't know. Mm. Powerful. 
I love that. All this stuff I've been learning. <laughs> so good. it's so good. Like you just don't know what you don't know. And knowledge is power as long as you appropriate what you're learning. If you're just holding it inside, then it's just knowledge. But it is power when you appropriate it. And that's what I'm hearing you say, Katie, is that you found that just kind of going through those motions, all the knowledge, but there was no heartfelt appropriation of what you were doing. You were going through the steps, going through the right. motions, but there was nothing that, and when I say appropriating it, it's like bringing those aha moments, that revelation, that feeling of fulfillment. It's, it's like the versus being a, alive and the walking dead, right? Like yeah. just going and just continuing to do day after day, day after day, day after day. And then all of a sudden having that epiphany and, and awakening to there's more. And then being able to start appropriating the knowledge. And then all of a sudden there's power and you find yourself as a healer being utilized to help people navigate through difficult, difficult things in their lives. You are hosting a podcast. Uh, you're being divinely directed and connected just like you and Ace were over unicorn headgear <laughs> yeah you know like it's, it's it's you know you as les brown says you can't make this stuff up you know and oh and, absolutely yeah and it comes from the heart of saying i want i want to answer the call i want to do more god is there more than this is there something else what is there what do i do and then being willing to step out of that proverbial boat and take that chance to walk on the water and begin to appropriate what you know, because if you don't know, you don't know. And ignorance, I don't even want to say is bliss, because I, I don't think there's a lot of people no. out there with ignorance. And I, if you walked up and asked them on the street corner, uh, you know, oh, so you, you, do you, are you living the life you live with all the challenges that you're having? Do you find your, do you find your ignorance bliss? I think most of them would say, no, <laughs> I don't find uh you know what i wish i knew i wish i knew more i wish i knew and so finding and coming to that place where we're willing to begin to grow ourselves to grow ourselves mentally emotionally to grow ourselves in the realm of the spirit to grow ourselves in every facet that we can for the purpose that we have a purpose by design there's something that i'm here to do that you're here to do that nobody else has been put here to do, but you have been. And until we step up to the plate and do that, there it's like Swiss cheese with an empty hole. There is that hole that is not being filled. And so there's a hole you could say within the community that you're not filling, I'm not filling, but there's a hole within us. And some call that a God-sized hole. And, and that God-sized hole, meaning that there is a divine purpose. There is a reason why you're here. And until you find that and you plug that hole with all that divine purpose, that design, I think people walk around in a fog and they have moments, ah, and then they fall right back into that slumber. And folks like the two of you, like myself, I feel like we ring the dinner bell or we're the alarm clock 
and waking them up and showing them there's another way. There's a better way. There's a higher way. There's a faster way. There's a greater way. You don't have to live like this. There's so much more for you. And that comes from choosing, well, saying yes, somebody showing you, like you both had people in front of you showing you. I had people in front of me showing me, but then realizing that I, I can grow from here. There's more. And I don't have to be ignorant. And I can step up and step out into something even greater. So many people don't even know that, like just that right now, right there. They don't realize, and I'm not talking about your job either. You can, mm -hmm. you can work wherever, however, whatever you want to do. Thank goodness for people that are in, doing all things from the CEOs to the CFOs, to those that are sweeping the floors. Nobody is better than the other. And we need all, we need all, but wherever you're at, there's more for you. And a lot of people are just punching a time clock, punching in, punching out, same thing tomorrow, punching in, punching out. They don't On autopilot anything else. Autopilot. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Can I share one more thing? I know you guys have questions, but this just example, I haven't shared this example in a while, so I feel like I should. So I am, am not really big in the kitchen. Like I like to cook or bake a little bit, but I'm, I'm not, that's not my, my thing. Okay. My mother loves to bake and loves to cook. I didn't get that gene. Okay. <laughs> I do it because I need to, or because, oh, I wonder what that would be like. Let's just try that. So with that being said, I have a Ninja blender and I use it pretty much for one thing to blend and sometimes maybe frappe mm. but I realized one day as I was looking at all of the bazillion buttons on it this thing is a rock star it can it could do so much but I don't use all of its abilities it has all this untapped potential that I've never, I've never looked into. I've never investigated it. And I think in life, this was the reflection that I had on that. How many of us are on blend, puree, or frappe, repeat? Blend, frappe, repeat. When there's mincing and there's, you know, so many other things in there. I mean, now I'm like, man, I can put what in my ninja? And it's just, you know, just chop it all up. It's amazing. So there's so much more to each one of us. But if there's never someone to address it or kind of light the path for you, coming back to being that salt in the light, or you don't allow yourself, you don't get intentional about self-worth, self-care, and, and addressing the question, is this all there is? Is this it? Or you become wrongly satisfied because I don't think you're fulfilled. I think it's a feeling of false satisfaction to just blend, puree, repeat, get up, eat breakfast, go to work, come home, get up, eat breakfast, go to work, come home. That we don't, you, you don't ever step outside of the box 
and see all the other things, abilities and potential are with you. And, and then you come, you grow and you grow and you grow and come maybe to the end, getting closer to the end of life. I've ministered and talked with many people that are at that stage and rarely do I hear, I have no regrets. Usually no. I hear, I wish I would have, should have, would have, could have. And that comes back to all those things. Are we just going to blend? Are we just going to puree? There's so much more. And that is what the knowledge brings to us. And knowledge isn't like going back to school knowledge. That's great if that's what you want to do. I'm talking about podcasts like this, having that mentor, reading those books that spark fire in you and make you want to go and, you know, conquer the world. Let's go change the world together because together we can do it. So anyways, that's what I wanted to share was the, the blender story. I hadn't said that in a while. I hope that was okay. <laughs> no, that, it's a great analogy. Because really? heaven knows I've got tons of kitchen appliances that probably do things I've never done before. You know, my microwave. You know how many buttons <laughs> there are on that microwave? Like I, I, I literally use the odd 30 seconds and there's these eight other buttons that I've never pressed on the microwave. And I don't know what to do. It's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so interesting. And that is so much like our human nature that if someone had told me, let's say seven years, five, seven years ago, that I was going to have all of these books and writing books and coaching people with books and then be a number one visionary, uh, number one international bestselling author. I mean, literally, I think I would have laughed him out of the universe. Like, like just hilarious. See, it was a button on that microwave, you know, you know, whatever, popcorn, whatever. It was there and I had never looked into it. I, I didn't even, I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know until all of a sudden the opportunity presented itself. And do I say yes? Or do I just continue to blend? And I remember that. And I was like, I've never done this before. Let's try it. It was absolutely terrified, <laughs> but look at what's happened, you know? So all those buttons, I just want to encourage all of us right now, when we're done on this podcast, you go find whatever that is, your blender, your microwave, your washing machine, I don't know, whatever it is, maybe you got a power tool out in the garage, go look and see what it does that you didn't know it, that it did, and then relate that back to yourself, because I'm telling you, there's untapped potential in all of us and our job while we're here our gift back to god for giving us life is to die empty meaning all potential becomes tapped and when we leave we have poured out all that we can as far as potential not 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 die empty like oh i'm so tired i mean like there's nothing more there's nothing more because we've given and so everybody go look at those power tools and appliances and relate it back to yourself and then get going pop the popcorn blend frappe mince whatever <laughs> get going oh that's great thank you for sharing <laughs> 
I love that you shared like especially the don't pour yourself all the way out yeah like, if you're like all right I'm I'm so tired I'm ready to die no that's not it that's not what we're looking for what no. you want is you want to get to that place of like I've given everything I've created everything I've always wanted it's already being poured back into me that type of feeling where you're in that perfect state of gratitude and you're just sitting there thinking wow I did what I needed to do I accomplished it thank you for all the opportunities thank you for the evolution thank you for the change thank you so much for the life I had in order to do this this is incredible and be at that grace that is the type of like you've given. I love that. Yeah, that's what we're looking for versus the burnout, which everyone is definitely associating with that. I did at one point, especially my generation. And I think it is really important that you want to enjoy your life too. Like you want to fulfill your life. Yes. Yes. And enjoy where you're at. You know, even if there's things where you're at that you're like, oh, I don't like that. I don't want that. I challenge you to find the joy in where you're at and not wish it away. Mm-hmm. We want to wish we, we want the change. It's going to come as long as we're working on it. But in the process, do we just want to wish our life away? You know, all of a sudden, my children are like almost all my, I have grown, grown kids and I have some that are still at home, but they're coming up 14, 15. And I'm like, when did this happen? (laughs) When did this happen? And so I'm somebody that purposes to be mindful and be present and in the moment. But if we're busy focusing on what we wish was different all the time, we're not going to enjoy today. And we don't get today back. We don't get, oh, well, let's, we will we'll get another October 3rd, October 4th, but not 2023. We don't get it back. So maximize your day and your time. Yes, for work purposes. Yes, to do good, but just to be present. Like I'm here with you two and I'm trying to be really present because tomorrow I won't be here like this with the two of you. So to me, this is a treasured, sacred moment and experience and instead of wishing for wishing it things away i wish and and when this happens and when that happens what about today isn't there anything you can find today even though there's things you want changed even though there's people that bother you even though there's situations that stink can you find joy in today somewhere your heart's beating oh thanks something right because if all we do is waste our days we are never going to get to a place that we want to get to because that is what we're pulling to us is ugh. i can't wait to get out of here i hate being around them just think about that whereas that person might get under my skin and annoy me. I agree. I see it. I feel it. Now, what am I going to do with that? And how do I pull myself over here in a place to raise up my gratitude or my vibration or my just heart? My heart would feel different. 
so that I can move forward and not have same same thing, different day, blend and repeat, blend, puree, repeat. Oh, I hate my life. You see what I'm saying? So it's important to be present, but even when there's all that crud, and I know that there is, we all have our stuff that we're dealing with, taking that time to say, wait a minute, what is serving me? And looking at that and being oh so grateful for it, even if it's just that glass of water or I have nothing else that's serving me except my heart is beating. Well, that is enough because you know what? There's a lot of people that their heart isn't beating today, but ours, ours is, there's a lot of people that didn't get to the age that you and I are at, that any of us here are at but we are, whether that's 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 120. There are people that didn't get there, but you're here. And if we will camp on those majors, I think it will begin to shift and change how we see life. It'll change how we feel life. And it'll catapult us into our purpose and and fully, like we'll walk it out because our purpose is a day-by-day -day thing, right? It's not just like, well, my purpose, I got to get catapulted out into it 10 years from today. No, it will just continue to walk in it, right? It's so important. I love that you shared that. Thank you for sharing that. So powerful. Thank you for sharing everything that you have with us. I don't want this conversation to end, but I know that we actually do have to come to an end of this conversation. Um, with all of the nuggets of information, that these aren't just gold nuggets. These are titanium and platinum nuggets and you yes. know, the precious gemstones that they are. With everything that you've tied in together, I just wanna say thank you because it has given me more awareness Wow. Thank you. Awareness is key for all of us. And that is something that is on my prayer list every day is that God, don't let me miss a beat. I mean, what's on your agenda for today? And I want to be aware. I don't want to miss. Don't let me miss things. And granted, we all do miss things. But I think if you start your day out with that awareness of like, I want to be aware help me be aware, right, that you will begin to maximize that awareness in, in everything that we do. So I love, Katie, that you said that. Thank you. You know, I love the fact of being present and how being present here with both of you has really shifted a lot of different things. And there's such a big perspective on, hey, living in the age of social media, a lot of us compare all the time, or we wish our lives were like somebody else's lives. Like I get it. I went to Costa Rica or I get it. Somebody else went to Abu Dhabi and, and, and like experienced something totally different. And you're always looking at that other side and then time slips away from you. Mm. That is something that is really poignant. I understand you can utilize your social media to inspire others, but being present with people and really holding space with each other, like Dr. Pamela said, will shift things. 
you'll get to see here and be aware of something totally different that you've never seen before, like the blender. But thank you. Thank you so much. We love having you, Dr. Pamela. We're going to have you here again, as always. And you're always welcome to send us any of your authors. Absolutely. We, we loved having them here. You have been such an incredible light for us. I really appreciate your presence today. Thank you so very much. Uh, thank you for having me. If you can't see what is next, ask yourself, what if? Thank you for joining us. We hope that the discussion today will inspire you to take positive action in your life. Until next week, be empowered.